You are listening to the Fire and Lunch podcast. As a reminder to those listeners wishing to remain unspoiled for the books, run. This is an all-spoiler podcast. All published books and novellas are fair game. Thanks. And who are you, the proud face said that I must eat this pie? This podcast is brought to you by Extreme Makeover, the Horn Hill Edition. Do you need to turn your wildling girlfriend and mother of your fake bastard child into a respectful lady of the North to impress your evil father? Look no further than our top Hornhill stylist, Tala Tarly. She will get you sorted with the perfect dress and hairstyle in no time. All items must be returned. Please refrain from stealing dresses and ancestral swords. Hello, we are Fire and Lunch. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode 53, Blood of My Blood, and I'm Rachel. And I'm Jenny. And it's just the two of us this time. Uh... Thank you for rescheduling. Yes. <laughs> Otherwise, you would have had a it lovely soliloquy. <laughs> Alone. I've just been reading my Tumblr post about time travel <laughs> over and over again for, you know, 45 minutes. Um, the listeners would have been so lucky. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, so let's just get right into it. What do you think? What's your free pie rating? Uh, well, in the doc, I gave it a Fossaway pie just because I was really excited that they mentioned Fossaways. Um, right. <laughs> I, was, I was like, yes! <laughs> and there was no one around to be excited with me because I was watching it by myself at like midnight after my mother went to sleep. So, um, Oh man, I was like, all right. I was immediately like, Fossaways, yes! And then n- nothing else. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll get as a mention, but that's cool! Yeah! Um, they didn't sound so great because, you know, Tala didn't seem interested. I don't know what her problem is. Maybe they weren't the right fossil ways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, in any case, I mean, I, I liked the episode. I liked a lot of it. Um, I mean, it wasn't as, like, exciting as some past episodes have been, but I thought it was really solid. So I'd give it a hi, Jared. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, hi, Jared with some fossil way in the middle. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Gotta get I some do. apples in there. Yeah, or like one of those like fancy crusts that's like decorated. Yeah, yeah. that that's that's yeah. good too. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still reeling from time travel brand, to be honest with you. So I know, and I I mean I don't really agree with you on that. So <laughs> this should be fun. <laughs> I just I'm not I'm not reading these books for fucking time travel, and I'm just very upset about it. But but we'll get I. There. I just, I don't think that just because of what happened in last episode, that means he's all of a sudden going to be, like, masterminding everything. Well, yeah, I know, but I agree with you, because there's always been, like, the book readers that are like, Bloodraven is doing everything, and now it's like, well, what if Bloodraven is Bran from the future, and so now they get to be the same person, but I think that the biggest mistake, if it's a mistake, I don't know yet, but is they haven't established any rules. There's no boundaries to this magic. So now that they've shown that it's possible, then it until they limit it in some way, it's possible all the time. And you So what you're saying you start- is that they need to have Sanderson come in here and like write yes! the magic system. No, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Brandon Sanderson needs to come in and be like, all right, this is how this magic is going to work. These are the rules. These are the limits. Don't go beyond <laughs> these boundaries. And then that would at least help me cope. But as it is, it's completely and utterly, like, it's just, a, it's like a, it's a forever. It's one of those, one of those little strips that 
you twirl them, and there's like no outside, and no ins. A Mobius strip. It's a Mobius strip, and I don't enjoy. I'm it. hoping that he's like just so traumatized from like what happened with Hodor that he's like, hey, I really shouldn't mess with the past anymore. But he was doing it at the beginning of the episode. He wasn't he messing was with the wildly. past. He was just looking at stuff. He that means that he could still do it though. Like, yeah, but looking at it and gaining information is the, is different than affecting the past. I don't know. It. I think it's too early to tell. We don't really know. What's the going wireless thing, though. I was like, seriously, he's. Yeah, I don't know how that was working. Was right he like clutching he a piece of weirwood? Warg- or he was warging into Blood Raven's dead body because it was still touching the tree, or perhaps into Hodor's dead body because it was still touching the tree. Maybe. Which means he could warg into dead people. That's questionable. And the magic just keeps getting <laughs> worse. Anyway, let's move on. Yes. Let's move on. Let's talk about our episode MVP as the beginning of our awards section. Uh, I think we all unanimously picked Sam. Yes. Go Sam. And I'm sure I'm sure that scene made you happy. I thought of you the whole time. As soon as they like showed the sword and they said the name, I was like, yes, finally. <laughs> I was very I was excited. Like, wow, they're actually going to acknowledge this. Okay, great. It's There's almost a... as if they started reading the books recently as they were. I was so finally... happy. <laughs> But don't you feel that? It's kind of like they're like, fuck the books. We're not going to do it. We're just going to, we're going to pick things. And now suddenly they're like, hey, we started reading the books and there's this stuff. Hey, they're really good. Let's, let's add some of this information in here. It'll be great, guys. Let's have flashbacks. Let's show Eris on the throne. Like, what the hell? (laughs) That was amazing. When that happened, I was like, I was like, double take. I was like, what? What? Flashbacks? What? (laughs) You know, and you saw the shot of Jamie on the on the throne, right? That's I mean, I saw I, I saw the Tumblr gifts. I like kind of missed it the first time around. Oh yeah, I saw it. I was like, oh, it was Jamie. Although I like that Jamie looks exactly the same as he does now. Yeah, because he's got that hair. Yeah, that's not the hair he would have had. We that's all know not... that he looked like that guy from Shrek. Exactly, he didn't have so. his Prince Charming hair. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Sam, so who awesome. Else besides Sam, who could have been the MVP at this time around? Like maybe Drogon? Well, I was going to give an honorable mention to Gilly just for, you know, helping Sam out, but standing up to so his father. <laughs> I'm so happy with those scenes because when they were described in in like, you know, like the the rumor mongering posts, it was kind of like I was like, "Oh, they're going to be mean to her and she's just going to be sad." But she stood up for herself. I'm No, she was awesome. Go Gilly. Except she, like, you know, fucked up the whole... Well, yeah, I mean... (laughs) Gilly, don't mention the thing. And then she mentions the thing. (laughs) (laughs) So, that leads us to the Ned Stark Award. It could go to Gilly. Well, do we want to do Stark Watch? Oh, Stark Watch. Yes, we saw saw Benjen. Yay! Benjen. Hi, Benjen. You're looking a little rotting, but you're here. This was hilarious to me because... (laughs) One, it was like the payoff of the trolling at the end of last season, where they were like, "Hey, your uncle Benjamin called." It's like, "Oh wait, remember Benjamin?" Because it's like they showed him again in the you know last time on Game of Thrones, and it was like, "Fuck you! Why are you showing Benjamin? <laughs> Don't do this again." <laughs> yeah, not again. But the thing that was great about him was that he looked exactly like this one cosplayer I saw dressed up like cold hands a couple years ago. Like, exactly, down to, like, the cockeyed, like, face covering <laughs> and contact lens. I was like, oh, so he's cold hands, but he's not cold hands. But there's no elk. I'm really sad there was there's no, no elk. elk. <laughs> he appears to be 
deadish. He deadish, yeah. Not healthy. Well, I mean, does he have like a piece of dragon glass like plunged into his heart, or is that how they fixed well, him, or what? That's what he said. I know he said that the children of the forest got to him in time, taken over. So I assume he has a piece of yeah. He's like got a knife in him. So he is yeah. sort of like half White Walker, half human. Well, it's it's funny because in the books it makes more sense that he would be some kind of like hybrid, you know, non non aggressive zombie that they can control because right. that's why he's you know. But now this one, he's like, oh, I'm just Benjin. I'm just. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the whole it's just like you know, George is like sword. It's not Benjin. It's not Benjin. Benjin is not cold hands. And like you know, I mean, there's lots of stuff <laughs> yeah, in the books that that makes it seem like it's not him because of like how you know, like the age thing and like. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, look, look, guys, it's someone that looks like Cold Hands, and it's Benjin. <laughs> well, it could, it could be them being like, this is our pet fan theory that we're going to make a, real, a reality. You know, like, they could have made uh, Cereal Pharrell live, but instead they chose to make Cold Hands into Benjin. Well, so. I mean, it's also kind of like, um, like using Jacken as the kindly man. Right, right. You know, like, it's someone... You know, we know when we, like, resonate with... I mean, Cold Hands might be someone that's, like, legitimate that we would know, but it doesn't mean anybody anything to anybody, like, as a show watcher. So I can see them using Benjin for that purpose. Yeah, you know, I agree. I just, I liked his little, like, fire thing and... Yeah, so speaking of... So instead of the Ned Stark Award, I was giving, like, a Aragorn of the Episode Award to Benjin for, like, coming in and being, like... Oh, Strider, I'm just like taking out. <laughs> yes, everybody. yes, totally. Yeah, like on Weathertop. You know, yeah. And like, I'm like, I knew it had to happen because it's like, they're like, okay, we got them through the door. He doesn't have legs anymore. <laughs> a little girl has to carry him. He's huge now. So, how do we save him? It's like, oh, remember that guy in the books? He rode the magical elk and he saved their asses all the time. Like, let's just do that because I feel like they've pulled a scene that happened earlier in the novels and kind of placed it. Well, they're doing a lot of that, and it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So it's it it's nice. It's it feels very much like a fan thing, though, to be like. Hey, I'm we're just... kind of okay with it. It was fun. <laughs> yeah. So we saw some other Starks as well. We saw Bran, obviously. We got Benjin. We got more young Ned. Uh, what 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 are we calling him? Oh, Ned Patrick Harris. <laughs> yes. And then possibly Lyanna's own hand. Yeah, I saw the Tumblr gif of that too. I really need to go back and like watch these scenes again. It's just like a very blurry like. I know. It's. I was like, is that his hand? Is it? I was like, no, that's definitely a female hand, and there's blood, but he's got the blood, not her. So it's got to be Liana's hand. Yeah. So yeah, that was the Stark watch. We didn't see anyone else. No. Well, we saw Arya. Yeah. I forget. I forget that she's Stark. <laughs> She's no one, but kind of not. She's no one. Actually, no. We always knew that this would happen. Yes. Yes, we did. And I'm both super happy that she didn't kill Franny Fisher. <laughs> and super happy that she like was like, fuck this, and she went to get Needle. So yes. Good stuff. Next step, get on a boat. Get on a boat. Just get on a boat. Um, Kill the wave first, then get on a boat. Um... I have no, I have no issues with the waif. I, I well, I only so that with... she doesn't get killed by the waif because the waif is coming yeah. after her. 
I agree with Winterfell. He said that the problem with the waif is that she's arrogant and like smug when she shouldn't be because that's not what the faceless men are. So yeah, that's, that's true. Like her. Um, so are we giving but, the Ned Stark award to Gilly? Uh, you know, that was going to be because I'll automatically give it to Ned if Ned is there. Right. <laughs> but we can give it to Gilly because she went for the honorable thing to do instead of the smart thing to do. Yes. I agree with that. it up a little. Yeah. yeah. All right. Ned Stark award to Gilly. Fan shout out. We Fan already. award to. Yes. To Benjen. Benjen. Fan shout out. We already talked about the Fossways and Heartsbane and, and Cold Hands and. Jamie and Needle all and the stuff. all yeah, the stuff. All that stuff. This is all the stuff that we've been like waiting for, which is probably making all of the Lady Stoneheart fans like even more angry. <laughs> like, fuck you. You guys, it's like we've got cold hands now. We finally got that shot of Jamie sitting on the Iron Throne. We've got but, like King Aaron. But they mentioned and like But they mentioned the Brotherhood without banners. So they're probably the Brotherhood without banners. <laughs> Yes, it's like, oh, the Brotherhood Without Banners. It's like, who leads them now? Is it still Beric? Is he still it's alive? still Beric Dondarrion. He's, he's a little decayed. He's, <laughs> he's, you know, he shuffles in a weird way now. He's but. fine. He's fine. Uh, I want Beric Dondarrion to meet Jon Snow eventually, because it's like, is Jon alive, or is he going to start, like, decaying? Well, Beric wasn't life? decaying. He was just... Like, you he, know... He got worse every time. <laughs> well, I mean, his... See, now, okay, that's a good question. Because John's like, scars just are, like, wounds just sort of sealed up. Whereas, Beric still had, like, an eye patch. Because he's the only person to get, like, Did an eye patch. Did they seal up, though? Did they seal up? Because I feel like they didn't. I thought I they like did. I feel like he's got big, gaping holes in his chest. No, I thought they like, did. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm imagining it. He needs to be wow. shirtless again, then we'll know. Um, yeah, write that in there. <laughs> so, uh, what else did we get? Oh, we got more Franny Fisher, which was amazing. I know no one else but Lauren cares about this because we're the only ones that watch <laughs> Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. But if you don't, dear listeners, well, if, it's on Netflix. If Hannah were on here, she would also be excited about oh, Franny good. Fisher. Yes, so. of course. Yes, and you did draw off St. Franny. I did. Time. I you did. Yes. yes. She's favorite i love her so much her and her many Even hats she's playing this this throwaway character i'm like whatever I don't hey care. she's Great. awesome as that throwaway character so isn't she i wish that she could have been someone a little bit like oh wouldn't she have made a really great um what's her name the aunt the lannister aunt jenna jenna she would have been a good jenna would have been interesting so those are our shout-outs. Next up is our favorite one-liner. What was your favorite? I did like the, you know, back to Sam taking the sword with the he can bloody well try. Because, you know, go Sam being not a coward. Yes. Of course, if, if, that... if you know, Randall Tarley showed up and was like, give me back my sword, I'm pretty sure he'd give it back the sword. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, okay. it's nice there that he has the confidence okay? to say it. He didn't get up after dinner and walk up and take it. He waited until everyone was asleep. That's not coward this that's that's intelligence that's that's, that's smart. intelligent yeah that's good good for sam yeah i also enjoyed the the confused mace asking everyone what the hell was going on because i was saying the same exact thing me too like i was i don't know why i was convinced that like 
they were gonna bring out you know shaved head Loras and and as one of like the face melted instead of instead of Tommen. Like that's I'm totally one hundred percent what I thought was happening. Face. Yes, I was with you, and then they and then Tommen came out, and I was like, I'm still confused. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? And then I was like, so... how did the Kingsguard get new armor so fast? That same guy that's making all those masks and necklaces. I know. He's so busy. Busy asshole. Yes. (laughs) Now, here's the thing about the. Here's what confuses me. Does he delegate? Does he, like, you know, like, export this stuff out? Like, does he get freelancers to work for him? He must, right? (laughs) Because he has so many different locations. Unless he's also Peter Baelish. And then he can. (laughs) That's what he's doing in his free time. That's where he's. That's where he's been this whole time, you know, when he was, you know, gallivanting around Westeros in the middle of you know, doing nothing for a season, half a season. He was just like in contact with the High Sparrow, and the High Sparrow was like, "Look, I'm gonna get these idiots on my side, and I'm gonna need some new armor for the Kingsguard. Can you get on that right away?" There's, uh, I didn't. I have to honestly tell you, I, I didn't even notice that they had new armor. But these are things that I notice. <laughs> I, was I like, guess I never see them, and I'm like, oh, okay, what are they, whatever. Well, they have, like, Armor. you know, the, the, like, sigil of the faith on their, like, breastplate. Right, right. I mean, the so rest of it was the same. It's confusing to me. So, Tommen, they parade Tommen out as a new believer. I'm like, he's he's the king of Westeros, and the, the faith of Westeros is the seven. I don't think I it should be, like, earth-shattering news that he's standing <laughs> up saying, I believe in the seven now. Like, I... I just don't understand. It's as if it's as if like a medieval king sat up and was like, "Ah, I I believe in Jesus." And it's like, "Yeah." <laughs> well, duh. It's divine right. That's kind of where you get your whole, you know, power to rule me, but okay. So, that part was confused. I'm like, "Okay, I get it. You're supposed to be a militant version." Right. It wasn't as if he stood kingdom. up and was like, "Praise Relor." <laughs> that would have been cooler. That would have been awesome. Fuck you. Praise Praise Relore and then just like lights the high stair on fire. Yes. Oh, yes. But so, so clearly Marjorie is just kind of going along with this. I I have to assume that, you know. I mean, because she was the one who saw her. She was with Loris and she's like, it's going to be fine. Don't let them break us. Yeah. And then. And then suddenly she. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's all an act because it's Marjorie, and I give her more credit than that. Yeah, that's true. I don't really know where she's going. No, me neither. We're gonna get back to that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get back to that. Okay. Um, best Ramin moment. I have none. I never notice it. Sorry. Yeah, I don't either. I I noticed some horns in Danny's scene. (laughs) I was like, that's annoying. I wish those horns weren't blaring. Well, I mean, I'm like, okay, that music is the same as, like, all the other dragon music, but for sure, fine, whatever. Anyway, moving on. (laughs) Uh, The next one that we always go through is the Grayscale Watch. No no Jorah sightings. Jorah is still off looking for a cure for some reason, and the whole thing is bullshit. still squeaky clean. No no Grayscale on Dario, so. That we know of. That we know of. Hey. No one touched the back of his armor because Jorah was totally like all over that. <laughs> <laughs> I, we have to figure out how it works because it's like through water, through direct touch on a doll. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I don't know. So 
notable introductions. We we said Benjin already. We got Let's talk about the tar leaves. Yes. So Sam's mother and sister seem really nice. I re- I forgot that Sam had a sister. Did he have a sister? Yes, he did. He did. Okay, I forgot about her. I thought he just had a mother and a brother. <laughs> nope, had a sister too. I like that that Dickon is totally supposed to be younger than him, and he does not look younger than him. Is he supposed to be younger? Because I my memory of Dickon was as like like a six year old. Well, yeah, he was. I, I don't know. He was definitely like a little kid. Okay. Um, well, of course, Sam was also like fifteen in the books, so that's true. Um, that's true. All right. So, so, who was it that is calling him Cormac McLadden Tarly? Who is who said that? Is that Lauren? Lauren. Is that the same actor? I don't. You, you don't watch Harry I don't, Potter. Why do I always end up on a podcast with you talking about Harry Potter and you can't? <laughs> I just know him from Unreal. <laughs> All right. Pretty sure it's the same guy. Anyway. I just really liked his whole, like, White Walkers, they don't exist. (laughs) So I have something to discuss, actually, that is, I think, kind of revolutionary. Can we talk about their dresses? And the fact that they, like, look different than other people's dresses? Yeah. What the hell is going on? Can we talk about how, like, Horn Hill in general is this weird, like... (laughs) place that shouldn't actually exist in westerns yeah it's like this i don't even like know. is this what the reach is like is it just like the land where there's progress yeah <laughs> because you like know pocket marjorie's dresses have always looked different than everybody else's too in the like That's when she first true. showed up she had those weird like sculptural things that is true you're right you're so right. The, the fashion capital of westeros is the reach so maybe and, when they were designing uh, Horn Hill, they were they went back and they thought, okay, so we need to acknowledge that we were doing some weird fashion stuff. Maybe the intro. The I don't know, but yeah. it looked really lovely there. <laughs> like going yeah, in on it, that the path. Nice. I mean, mm-hmm. let me like when you when you read the books, did you envision Horn Hill as this lovely place? Because I did not. No. <laughs> no. I mean, I pretty much I mean, it was like a... all of the places as, like, something out of, like, a Xena set. <laughs> like, I mean, for like, me, it was, like, it was like a step above, like, the Dreadford, but it wasn't, like, a nice place. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, like a fortress of some kind, maybe, exactly. uh, maybe a muddy kind of hill and, like, a place to keep pigs. <laughs> like, that was... I mean, there has oh to be some, like, goodness. nice things because Sam, you know, was into nice things, but, like... Otherwise, yeah, I mean, like I imagined there was like a forest nearby because they were gonna go on that hunt. But like otherwise, it just seemed like no a man. That place, place to me. looked like it had like plumbing, electricity, <laughs> like a microwave. Like there, it was just all progress was, in Westeros starts at Horn Hill. Obviously, we all need to go there. And next time, you know those stupid quizzes where they're like, "Where do you want to live in Westeros?" and you're like, "You don't read the books because nowhere." You actually, you should actually say Horn, Horn Hill. Hill. <laughs> Duh. Yeah, go in there, Horn Hill. Where's? Wasn't there a really nice castle in the book that Arya got to stay in? The Acorn. Oh, the Smallwood Castle. That also seemed like maybe a nice place, but not nearly as like. Well, you yeah, know, yeah. you get free dresses if you go there too. So apparently, every so. the Reach is very into like extreme home makeover or extreme makeovers. <laughs> you know, 
Like they're just. Yes. I guess that wasn't the Reach. That was that was the Riverlands. But but Horn Hill seemed enormous. Like yeah. that was not a keep. That was a town. I was like, oh, are they an old town? Like <laughs> like if that was High Garden, sure, fine. But Horn Hill. Ah <laughs> <sighs> yeah, odd, odd. Anyway, uh, who else did we? Yeah, back, we got, to, back to our list. We got Walder uh, Frey. Walder Frey. Yes. yes. And your useless Love children. That immediately started cackling because <laughs> one he's so amazing but they had their hats it's like they went into the closet and they like here's those fucking hats that the phrase wear let's do it he had his poor little wife and i is that a feeling as if is that a new wife it's a new wife so he got married again because the old wife got i know <laughs> so is that like his tenth so his tenth wife I don't know. They just get disturbingly younger every time he gets married. Um, she. So all right. So we're back. We're back in Freyland. I don't even. The two towers. The, tw- <laughs> the twins. <laughs> the twins. We're Thank just you. in Lord of the Rings land. We had Aragorn before. And now we've got the two towers. It's all good. So yeah. So they're at the twins. They're talking about River Run. Uh, they trot back out. Um, uh, what's Edmir with his longer with hair? Him. But you notice if it was a actor with a with the original actor's face CGI'd on, like what was happening? It was definitely him. But what I want to know is, so his hair is really long, but they gave him a shave, or does he just have trouble growing a beard? He could just have trouble. Okay, I'll give him that. It is a beard. Yeah, fluffy fish and all. He so so that's the guy who is currently a lead on Outlander. Yeah. So he's either going to die because, like, he doesn't have time for this. He'll probably die. Or disappear. <laughs> I mean, disappear I mean, in the out. books, he goes off to Casterly Rock as a prisoner, right? So Yeah, and then we never see him again. Although we are, assume that he's married and, like, relatively o- o- happy-ish. Yeah, we didn't get to no? see Rosalind, so we'll see. I, I, I think they got a divorce. Do you, think, do you think she's <laughs> down there, like, shaving off his beard? Yeah, it's her. <laughs> During, like, the conjugal you. visits. Yeah. <laughs> right, because they need his heir. Exactly. Otherwise, so, yeah, so why are they treating him so badly? <laughs> Maybe he's in a tower cell. So, all right, so Walder's back. They're talking about, I like the shout out to the whole, like, hey, the blackfish went to the bathroom and never came back. No. That was cool. You've um, lost him. So How we- dare you? <laughs> <laughs> do not so check every tree there's, there's going to be some kind of like you know confrontation over river run between the Lannisters and I don't even know who the Freys are allied with anymore I mean do the Bol- the Boltons don't care <laughs> like yeah. I don't I don't see Ramsey caring I think that's no. gonna be I think that's gonna be a poor move on Ramsey's part but well does Walder Frey know that Waldo's dead <laughs> Well, I know, right? I don't think so. Unless he does, in which case, bad for... I mean, they could end up, you know, hooking up with the Tullys and providing some kind of... I don't know. I I think... I just... I'm trying to figure out in my head, how do we get from these two guys, these two idiot, you know, guys, perhaps he's like, I need more men. He sends them up. They end up treating with the Manderleys. They get killed and eaten. I don't know, man. I don't know. 
Well, I mean, they they go through all this trouble to bring us the phrase once again. I I better get some fucking pie. Oh, I know. Like, they're mentioning the Manderleys. We got the phrase back. Like, it's all there. It's all there. I just need it. I mean, I also don't know, like, who's at River Run. Like, Jamie's going to go to River Run. Obviously, Brienne is going to end up there with Pod. But, like, who, like, what Frey is there? Like, because, I mean, in the well, books, it's Emmon Frey and Jenna Lannister, but, like, I don't, it's probably going to be, like, a random Frey, but it's It's weird. probably just going to be Walder, and then... Well, no, but Walder doesn't leave his keep. <laughs> well, not, they're all next to each other. We're talking show map, okay? The twins and River Run and the Dreadfort and Winterfell, all within spitting distance of each other, right? <laughs> well, and the Vale. It's like this kind of... Don't forget about the Vale. And the Vale. Yeah, all just like really, really close together. Very convenient. I mean, and, I mean the and eerie, devoid of any army, right? Nothing. Just the eerie to to Molestown is just like a ten minute walk. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't know why it's so hard for everyone. Like, <laughs> all right, so so yeah, we got the phrase back. We've got Edmure back, which is hilarious. Um, who else did we see? Oh, we we so we shot we got that shot of King Eris yeah. in one of Bran's flashbacks. So right. I think this is really exciting. One because like it's reminding us that the Targaryens not such nice people. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. they Eris like to burn people. To, they like to burn people alive with wildfire. Uh, there's a reason that Jamie's known as the Kingslayer, and I I like that they really showed us Eris like freaking out in that flashback. Yeah. So. They're a little crazy and evil. It's a nice. It's nice to remind us while we're having all these great moments with Danny later in the episode. So, speaking Paris. of, we got Drogon back. Who's you know where has he been? We don't know. Flying? No, I like. Did she like see him flying, or like does she have some sort of special dragon sense? Like, how does she know that she's gonna be able to go get? She does she have the dragon horn him. that we don't like haven't seen yet? <laughs> so. There, there seemed to be kind of a moment before she was like, uh, maybe like, like, too much of a silence, like yeah. all the animals were afraid, kind of thing. But speaking of, what, how were those horses not freaking the fuck out? Right? Where was her horse? Where was the, she rode her horse? Where was off? The, but like, where was the stampede, like, of the horses flipping out that there was a fucking giant dragon like landing in front of them? I mean, horses are stupid and they don't know what dragons are, and so maybe. It's still like a new scary thing that's like growling at them. It is, but it's not actively trying to eat them at that moment. So. I guess. <laughs> the but I'm worried about Danny's horse because she like rode her horse off and then came back on Drogon. I'm like, well, where's where'd the horse go? Um, the horse was an to offering Drogon. to Drogon so that she could. No, get I thought he was. I think she was like, take this. <laughs> Like it was like a pimp my ride situation. It was like trading this in. Now let me clamber. Uh, the, by the way, immediately started making fun of how she was sitting on him. Like, no, that's exactly how the pop toy squatty, is, though. Like gollumy. Like I'm like, what? She's like taking a dump. That's but that's exactly like that's like exactly what the pop toy looks like. I just when she's sitting on whatever stupid dummy they've got on a barrel, right? Don't they think that looks dumb? I mean, I I know he's big and it's not possible to like sit astride it like a horse, but I don't know. There's just gotta be a better way. <laughs> don't mock girl on a dragon. Girl on a dragon. She just has to let it go. Otherwise, she'll just never she'll never 
fulfill her potential, you know? <laughs> she shouldn't so, be separate anyway, is what I'm saying. She should sink into him and become one. All right, so we talked about Horn Hill. <laughs> a lot. Moving let's, on to places. Let's let's move on to uh, to our to the actual episode. <laughs> oh, we okay. We we talked about oh, Needle yeah. and Heart's Bane, so we can we can move on to Arya and Bravos and which we've already talked about, but you know. I liked actually I really liked those scenes. Why not because we well get done. the whole like previously on Westeros. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I don't know. Like, uh, it's weird the way that the. I mean, I would assume that people at Essos would make fun of of Joffrey. Yeah, it's strange that they presented him in a sympathetic way. Yeah, they're just into mocking the Starks. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I guess that was just for more pathos for Arya, so that Arya could be yeah. like, upset. But I, I, I don't know. Like, come on. I was just going to say, I like that she said her name was Mercy. Yeah, that was nice. That was a good touch. I I don't know. I, I'm just thinking that if everyone in Essos has heard the rumor that Joffrey and Tommen are bastards of incest, I know. that they would make fun of them for that. <laughs> maybe, maybe incest is, you know, less taboo in Essos. But don't they not like the the descendants of Valyria in Essos? They're like, yeah, those assholes blew themselves up and yeah. like nearly took out half the continent. I don't know. It's an odd play. It is. It, you know, humor in Bravos just different than, <laughs> than, than what we're used to, you know? It's just different, drier. Uh, <laughs> I do so, like yeah, so that the... To- that like the Sansa actress is all out to get Cersei actress though. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> I didn't. I did not get that it was that the Sansa actress that had hired a faceless man. How does she like afford that, a faceless man? That's exactly. I'm like, so what did she like say? When I die, you can have my face. <laughs> Maybe it's a lovely face. Yeah. Well. And we got to see, we actually got to see Jockin cutting a face off. Um, I really didn't need to see that, but, you know, sure. I would like to know if that's how faces work. <laughs> I don't... I right? like, I'm like, can you just peel it off? <laughs> like, doesn't know. it have connectors? Like, like I don't know. I don't like, know. blood vessels and stuff? Yeah, you know, nerves. And we got the and we got uh, the wave is as clearly after Arya. Although I really like that the wave was there the whole time and no one noticed her. I'm like Arya's bad. Yeah, yeah. Because they noticed Arya first of all, and then Arya didn't notice the wave. Yeah, but <laughs> I guess that's the difference between a faceless man and a faceless man in training. <laughs> like, I guess so. One of them can just stand there, and the other one's like, "Oh, sorry, <clears throat> I'm here. I no. still take it." Now, I do wonder, like, I mean, in the books, the waif is very much, like, in, like, we don't know how old she is, but, like, she's clearly not a little girl. Mm-hmm. But in the show, like, she looks like she's basically Arya's age. <laughs> Maybe a little older. A little older. Yeah. A little, a little older. older. But, like, how long has she been there? She's all just, like, entitled and, like, oh. I am the best faceless man ever. 
Yeah, very unfaceless man acting, I would think. Although, I mean, I, I, I'm assuming that there is a certain level of arrogance when it comes to pledging yourself to a god and becoming an assassin for hire. But <laughs> yeah, and she seems a little too too much of a personality. Do you ever wonder why we don't see any other faceless men around this place? Because <laughs> it's expensive. <laughs> well, like you don't in the books either. That's true. That's true. You know, maybe it's a nod to the budget. Like you know how you know how Franny Fisher's character had like the bad wig on, and you could see <laughs> like they're just acknowledging the budget in a really obvious way. <laughs> We're only got we've only got two people. That's it. There's only four Dothraki. That's this is how it is. But let's go back to well, I just let's just, go. Oh, go ahead. I was just gonna again say that I was excited that she got up needle. So, yeah, and that it was still there. I was that a little it was worried. Still there. Yeah, worried that, that the wife hadn't like stolen it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have pissed me off. <laughs> but back to Hornhill. So we talked. Yeah, we talked about Hornhill a little, but we should probably like finish up. His dad's a huge asshole, pretty much exactly the way that I imagine him. I mean, it was. First of all, again, another awesome dinner scene. They do dinner scenes extremely well on this show. They should just string them all together in, like, a dinner montage. Um, be excellent. <laughs> um, but it was it was nice to get to see, you know, him interact with Sam, since we don't actually get to see that in the books. We get to see him interact with Brienne. And mm-hmm. I, like, when he's going on and on, like, berating him, I'm like, come on, Sam, just stand up for yourself. And then Gilly did it for him and screwed everything Yeah, up. it was a little sad to see Sam kind of revert to who he must have been yeah. before he he went to the Night's Watch. Just kind of like, I'm going to keep my head down because it's standing up for myself is not... He doesn't want me to, right? Because he, he really doesn't no. at this point. It would just egg him on. Poor and like not, not like taking the bread. <laughs> yeah, Oh. I do, like, are we going to see more of them? Or do you think that was it? I mean, they left. So. I know they left, but, like, it seems weird that that's, like, all we're going to get. Like, I feel like... I'm I'm very worried because he, where is he going to put her? He doesn't have any money. He could sell his Valyrian steel sword. Oh, my God. He could sell do that. <laughs> he could sell her dress. Yeah, that's true. He could sell the dress. They could get a little bit off of that. I just I you know, he can't I do you really think that Sam is going to become a maester? Because I, I don't. No, I don't think he has time. He doesn't have time. I think he's gonna learn something important and go back to the wall. Well he's gotta take his Valyrian steel sword back and be like, Hey guess what guys, this is kill White Walkers. <laughs> oh, you already he's knew that? Fucking White Walkers. It's gonna be great. That scene, the sword was so nice. Oh, I love that the Valyrian swords are coming out. All right. I also really, well, I also liked just going back to to his sister. I just like when she was like, "Oh, we'll get you a bath to Gilly," and Gilly's like, "A bath? I've never had a bath." <laughs> his his mom and his sister were really exceptionally decent. Like. They weren't yeah. shitty to her, like, I you know, know. They, had, they, they were assuming she was a whore, you know, <laughs> of some kind. And they were still kind to her, nice, like, just, 
decent decent people. I do I like it's the a reason pity they'll all die in the war. <laughs> the, the reason I'm wondering if we're gonna get more of them is a. It seems like a waste of Randall Tarley to only have him in that scene, and two. I feel like we have to see more with his brother, just because there was a little bit there where it's like he wasn't quite as awful to him as like his father is. So I just I want to. I was kind of hoping we would see a scene of them talking later. And I was kind of sad we didn't. There may be a confrontation, right? They talked about the hunt. So maybe they'll be hunted. Maybe. And there'll be some sort of scene between him and his brother. Yeah, maybe he'll let him go and, like, help him escape his his evil father. That would be nice. Yeah. You know what also irritates me? That he got to keep his stupid name. What? Dickon? Yeah. (laughs) Why didn't they rename him something that sounds completely different so that we're not confused? What? It's like Rickon? Because <laughs> Dickon sounds like Rickon, but Osha couldn't be... I just... Stupid. It's... Maybe, yeah. Maybe they should have... Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. I don't know. Um, Bran. Bran. I mean, we talk... I mean... <laughs> I, I feel really bad because I feel like Mira has finally has something to do. Mm-hmm. And I wish that I could enjoy that more and not be completely irritated <laughs> by Terminator Bran. Like, I just... <laughs> uh, I, uh, I like the flashbacks. I like it as a, as a method for providing me flashbacks. I'm fine with that. I'm yes. just not okay with it as a retcon tool. And I will leave But it. do you really feel like it's going to be? I mean, other than Hodor, do you really feel like it's going to be? But we're talking... Okay, first off, if it's just... It, it's a double-edged sword. If it's just so that we can get a stupid name for Hodor, that's stupid. If he never like, does anything else with it? Your one-off time travel so that Hodor can have his dumb name? Like, <laughs> I, I just don't think that's... Okay, that's a fair, it's that's going a fair to point. come into play. Yeah. I mean, I just, I'm hoping that it's not as bad as you think it's going to be (laughs) for your sake and the rest of ours. I'm just, because of the way that this fandom works, even if it never happens, right? Even if it's a very limited use, you know, and it's done in a, in a way that's like, well, without this, then we wouldn't know this. And it's, you know, it's in a logical progression, right? The fact that they haven't placed any boundaries on the magic it allows us to go on the stupid internet and just posit that, like, you know, Ned Stark never decided to do anything. It was really his son possessing him from the future. Or that Bloodraven is really, fu- you know what I mean? It's really future Bran come to possess another dude, come to train himself as a young man. I mean, like, that stuff will never stop happening <laughs> unless the limit is written now. And that's frustrating because I don't want to spend the rest of my life arguing with people on the internet about like, how deep does it go? Is Bran really everything? You know, is the story real? Is it a dream? Is it what an else? alternate reality that someone's experiencing through the Weirwood Network? Like, I don't... I'm going to go with the Lost explanation. Whatever happened, happened. <laughs> right. And Lost pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that show. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that right now. <laughs> um, anyway. I mean. Let's talk about. Let's just move on because I can't. Okay. I, I will never. We can I move on to, to my office. issues in Kingsland. Okay. Yeah. Let's 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 go. Let's talk about Jamie and Cersei. So, and I mess. mean. 
Like, okay, first of all, yay for Jamie finally getting out of King's Landing because I'm bored. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thank God. Uh, let's get him back on track to the storyline he was supposed to be on, like, three seasons ago. Um, mm-hmm. I mean... I, I mean, it was interesting them, like, stripping him of his Kingsguard title. That was weird. Was it weird that they just redid the Barristan scene? Yeah, I was going to say that, too. They were like, hey, that was good. Let's do it again. Um, Let's do it again, except not as good. Exactly. Um, I'd make it, like, night. Can you, um, can you be honorably fired and yet still serve? It's, I mean, ugh. A man has some honor, right? And yet, Jamie appears to have none. He has shit for honor. It's been discussed. I... <laughs> um, I mean, I, I just... It's so... Like, they just don't know what they're doing with it. They're like, we have to get him to River Run somehow. How do we do this? Um, well, we spent a season on him in Dorne, and we didn't do anything right there. So we're going to bring him back, but we're not going to have... like. Just, there's something to me that's so, like, beautiful about the fact that, you know, he, he leaves King's Landing, he goes out, you know, with his, you know, little group of men, he's got his new golden hand, and he's like, hey, you know, maybe I can change. And, I mean, whether or not he actually does, the fact that he has this idea that he can be, you know, gold hand the just, or whatever, you know, bullshit he's coming up with in his head, (laughs) you know, and the fact that, you know, like, he... He, like, you know, rescues, you know, Pia from whatever, and the fact that, you know, he leaves, you know, Bond for Hasty in charge of Harrenhal, you know, like, he goes, mm-hmm. and then he goes to Riverrun, and he's gonna, like, you know, treat with the Blackfish, and he wants to, like, keep his promise to Catelyn Stark, you know, and, like, try and be a good person, and the fact that, you know, all the while, he's sort of, you know, moving away from Cersei and moving away from that, you know, toxic relationship and family and all of that that sort of kept him in this place for all these years, it's a nice thing, and, like, that moment when he gets the letter and she wants him to come back and, you know, be her champion, which I don't know why she would ever want that, because he's useless now. <laughs> he <has one> hand. <laughs> he's not that good with his left. But the fact that he's just, like, burned the letter, like, it, it feels like growth, and I feel like he's not growing as a character right now, and it's kind of upsetting. So, I agree with you, but I think that you shouldn't worry, because I think all of that is going to happen. I hope I so. I just it's, don't want it to weird, happen. But it's as if he never went on that whole other adventure. They're like, wait, let's start over. Let's just, do with him what we should have done, right? I just feel like the way he leaves in the show versus the way he leaves in the book are kind of weird. And I just don't, I don't want it to get, you know, put back on track in a really convoluted way. Like the way that, like, Shay died, you know? I mm-hmm. loved what they were doing with Shoshay. She was a much better character to me than Bookshay. But then they tried to shove her back in that storyline and it felt very forced and wrong. And I don't want that to happen with him. Yeah, I agree. I think, though, that they may be delaying the whole separation from Cersei so that it has more of an impact later when he rejects her. Because she's clearly still manipulating him. It's oh, just, definitely. And he's been fired and he's not feeling so great so maybe he's gonna go out he's gonna be like all right i'm gonna become a new man i'm gonna try to do all these things maybe he'll hook back up with brianne somehow she'll remind him of who he was kind of starting to become Mm -hmm. but then he he kind of like 
got separated from her too early. So he he needs to he needs to get back in that kind of oven, right? I mean, and then maybe <laughs> the whole fight with uh with uh Robert Strong, we're not calling him that. They're just calling him Gregor. But, <laughs> I know, uh, yeah. <laughs> so maybe something will go wrong with that and she will need to send a letter to him and he will reject her it's because it's just she's so confident about that i'm like that is not gonna go well yeah that's not true i mean you know, she's yeah. like i'll be fine i have i have gregor clegane i'm like is he gonna you know still be working properly by then <laughs> again the beric dondarian problem how long what is the shelf life of a uh, franken gregor guy yeah i don't know i mean like like you said, it's entirely possible that they can get back on track. I just hope that they do it in an organic way. That's, yeah, that's I agree. I, I, I really hope that they do that, though. And I hope that they aren't prioritizing the uh, the ratings burst of the of the incest card. You know what I mean? Like they're not they're not like we don't want to get rid of that. That that gets like us the, the thing is like. You know, Brienne and Jamie, despite the recent Brienne and Torment stuff, is still like far more popular than Jamie and Cersei. Look, like who if I get, wants if I get Brienne, Torment, and Jamie in a room together, <laughs> I'll be fine. Yeah, but Torment's <laughs> like, with John, so that's not happening. He could go with her. They all went. They all left. They all rode their horses in the same. General no, but we. But in the preview, you see Torment with John. Oh, well, I don't he's, know. He's giving a speech how, you know, he died for us, we should fight for him. Now, what we need to happen is for Jamie and Brienne to, like, you know, solve the River Run issue, Jamie to, you know, get word from Cersei and be like, fuck you, I'm burning the letter, and then they ride off north to help with the, you know, battle against the White Walkers, and then they run into Tormund Where and they have some awkward times. he killed, he'll show up and be like, hey, I'm Jamie Lannister, and John will be like, I'm fucking gonna kill you. I don't care. You killed my brother. Like, he didn't kill no. his brother. Well, he helped. He helped a lot. <laughs> well, not, he didn't, he got the oh, phrase to portray them. No, he didn't. That was Tywin. He, all he said was, send my regards to Roos. Well, he, it means he knew about it. It means that there was a whole thing. He's part of it. It's not going to go well for him. <laughs> I mean, he also did cripple his other brother. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, and like, you know, was responsible for Ned getting injured. <sighs> they don't have the best relationship. Let's just put it that way. So anything else? Was there anything that was left out? That we well, I mean, there's about. our speculation of will Jamie leave the Kingsguard in the books? Correct. I, I mean, think that that might be inevitable just because yeah. he's in the books. He's just very like attached to that identity and like, yeah. like the dualistic nature of it. So I feel like he's gonna have to choose. And I I, I love know. that about that about his character in the book, especially like. I mean, that's this is one of the reasons I like those scenes when he gets back to King's Landing and he like stands up to Tywin and he's like, "No, I'm gonna be the Lord Commander of the Kingsguard. Like, that's what I'm gonna do." And like, he goes to the White mm-hmm. Tower and he's like, you know, flipping through the book and looking at his page and it's like practically empty and he's like, "No, I'm gonna fill this up. It's gonna be awesome. I'm gonna be awesome. It's gonna be fine." And I like that he you know, he is taking the job as a leader seriously, even though his Kingsguard is utterly useless. Yeah. But- yeah, it's, he's, it's he's a nice the... idea for him because he because he grew you know I mean he grew up with like the Kingsguard that was you know 
somewhat legendary you know he was with arthur dane and and you know mm-hmm. Gerald hightower and, and like these are people that you know meant something to people not like the losers that are a part of it now so yeah, he, he the wants guys to... that were around <laughs> yeah. hey you you want to be a knight <laughs> seriously <laughs> i think though that that's that's why i think we have a lot of characters john included that are sold a kind of future as young men and they make oaths and grand statements and they have these goals for themselves and even Tyrion and then as they as they gain those goals they reject them and I think that's that's why I liked your theme I liked that scene back in like god what like episode two of when Jamie and John met the one time and he said Mm -hmm. you know it's only for life I really liked that line because it really resonates with both of them later on I mean Especially since John dies as part of the Night's Watch and then, you know, well, comes Jamie, back. Here's the thing. I mean, you can, apparently can be fired from the Kingsguard. So yeah. if you're forced out of it, then that gives you your new beginning. I just don't know who would force him out of it. In the, I mean, I guess Cersei could get to Tommen, but I don't know. I just like that fucking Kevin was standing next to Tommen the whole time. I'm like, <laughs> no. nah, like it's Kevin. <laughs> He can't have any lines because he's really actually dead. So he's just going to stand there. Like, is he going to get killed off eventually? Like, this has to happen this season. He's like, he's the new Balon Greyjoy is what he is. He's just (laughs) way out saying his welcome. That this guy is supposed to be dead. You know, I have a feeling that it's going to be Lancel. That kills him? Yeah, instead, yeah, it will have more impact. You know what? That'll... It's too bad that, that Arya didn't get an assignment. She would still get an assignment to come and kill Kevin Lannister. <laughs> that would be so great. She might get an assignment to go and kill the, uh, the, 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 fuck, what's his name? The High Septon. Sparrow? Yeah, the Sparrow. There you go. There's his name. Um, he, yeah, but she she's might, not actually she going to be a faceless fan, so she's going to just escape. It's true. See, I always figured she would be like, yes, I am now a faceless man. Please pay for me to get to Westeros on a mission like a smart person would do. <laughs> just keep the lie alive a little longer, Arya. That's all you yeah, gotta do. Yeah, just use it. You don't have to, like, quit on principle, but whatever. <laughs> whatever. So, so we talked about... Book and plot lines. Yeah, we talked about cold talk hands. hands. Um, will Sam steal Heartsbane in the books? I hope so. Me too. Why not? <laughs> so I, just want, I want those descriptions of Sam like trying to strap the sword to himself and like dragging <laughs> it along and being like, "What the fuck? This thing is stupid. <laughs> it's heavy." <laughs> so coming up, um, well, I didn't we, watch we can it, talk so about the ships. Sort of okay, well, in the in the preview, there's the oh the ships. The, well, let's just quickly do the preview. So, like, the preview, there's Torben talking to, you know, the other free folk, and he's like, hey, John died for us, like, let's let's fight for him. And uh, Sansa and Davos talking to the Northern Lords, which is awesome. And so, like, probably we're getting the Mormons next week, which is cool. Cool. Um, Megan thinks that the Tower of Joy Part 2 will happen in Episode 10. So I'm that's a while. finale. Yeah. yeah. Oh wait, that's ten. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. It sounds it sounds accurate. 
Because they don't have any, they don't have any new like ooh moments left. This is it. Like unless That's they true. decide to dredge Stoneheart back up, like, <laughs> this is all they can give us. I just want them to like do the like rest of the Tower of Joy scene and then like show a shot of the wall with like a blue flower growing. <laughs> I just don't know how they're gonna like do I mean, it. It's, it's gonna be so stupid. It's gonna be like Liana. Here's my stupid baby, and then it's gonna be you know Ned Ned Patrick Harris like with the stupid baby on a horse like going back to Winterfell, and it's gonna be like no. And you know what? Ninety percent of the fuckers that watch this show are gonna be like, well, who's that? Who's that supposed to be? You know, what? there's gonna be some there's dumb been... scene where he's like, and I will call him John Snow. <laughs> you know, I just don't want it to be revealed that way. <laughs> but the thing is, like, you know, like. There's been like nine thousand articles about Arthur Sully equals J on the internet in like recent years because it's all journalists oh, yeah. can write about. Um, so I feel like maybe not the like general general audience knows about it, but like a g- giant portion Would of them know. Would be fucking hilarious <laughs> is if instead of Liana in the tower, <laughs> it's like anyone else. <laughs> Willa, Walda, whatever her name was. Willa. Ashara Dane. Ashara Dane. It could be Ashara Dane. Just Did you just kill my like, brother? Here, take my baby. <laughs> yes. Cast myself out of this tower. <laughs> that was the tower. Not, not Starfall. It was the Tower of yeah, Joy. It's, it's the Tower of Joy. Just, just to fuck with us, right? Because I it's, can see it's, that being bad it's that Quaith. they don't have this reveal. Yeah. It's Quaith. It's definitely yeah, Quaith. It's Quaith. With her mask. <laughs> you Shadow thought I wasn't man. important to this story. Here I am. <laughs> well, I mean, it is interesting because Ashara might be alive in the books. People are pretty sure. So, are they going to bring a character? Is she going to? I mean, I don't know. It. It. I, I'm. I don't just know. So many things. <laughs> I don't know. So many things. But anyway, the ships. So let's let's talk about the ships. ships. So what's Dario your theory? And he brought it back up again. We know that she needs some boats. So I personally, I don't think that there will ever be ships. I always, I, I really believe in Quaith's message that she's going to have to go in a different direction and that there might be some kind of land bridge or something just because, you know, how they say a million times the Dothraki don't, you know, they don't sail in the sea. The horses right. won't like it, blah, 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 blah. And if the, and, and the only plausible fleet that we've seen at this point is the Greyjoy's fleet. Which is, is pretty sad looking. <laughs> it's not big enough. Those, it's just not. So, so either Euron builds his ships, Euron builds his ships in like record time, which is impossible. Um, fucking tree. He he uses Brand's time travel to build ships in the past and have them in the future. <laughs> um, he borrows Littlefinger's apparent super speed to build the ships like you know exact all the same ship they'll all look exactly alike just the same one in a row brilliant they're all named lord quellen it's great everything is good I mean, I think that we know that the Greyjoys are going to get messed up with Danny somehow uh, because I assume they're going to have like Yara run into her or like go to her or something because I mean she's in Volantis. I don't know. I just don't. I don't know if she has to I go. Don't know. And I don't. 
If she has to go and find the land bridge, like, how long is that going to fucking take her? Can well, she she's bar- not a dragon. She can do that in, like, a second. <laughs> yeah, but then she's got to get everybody else there. Aerial survey. Can't Drogon just give them all rides over, like, like four or five at a time? Like, you know. So during take- that whole speech, you know how she was like, oh, they have three blood riders. Well, I'm, I was like, oh, she's going to say she's going to have three dragon riders? Because I'm going to my pants this is 100% what I thought she was going to say. She's like, I'm just going to have everybody. I'm like, oh my god, Danny, shut up. I'm like, so you're just going to put all the people on your little, on just ferry them back and forth, like, you know, Air Targaryen. Yeah, just... you know, honestly, it would be faster. It would be faster than what she's doing. I mean, if she has it's to okay. wait, if she has to find a land bridge or wait for something to build her a thousand ships, it would be faster for Drogon to just, you know, make a whole bunch of trips back and forth. You know, he build up his stamina. It'd be good. Well, they could yeah, go get the other dragons the to help. That, going back to my whole theory that the young people in this in these books that feel that they have a specific destiny, whether that's being the Lord Commander or part of the Night's Watch or the Conqueror of Westeros, <laughs> they seem to not realize those dreams. So I'm like super not in the camp that that she's ever going to make it. Like, I feel like she's going to realize that the work that she's done and the time that she's put in into creating a working government in Essos, that's her legacy. And she That's a really sad legacy. I don't think so. I really, I don't know. Like, there's, it's failing, but she she hasn't given up yet. Well, if she went back and, like, actually looked after it, then, like, yeah, okay, it could work. But if she just leaves and dies... And everything then reverts back to what too. it. Then it'll be worthless. Yeah. Exactly. That would be sad and depressing. I don't think she's gonna die. I don't think she's gonna die. I think it's gonna be like, hey, you know what? If I actually focus my attention here, I can do good here, because she's always treated those <clears throat> cities as if like a place to just gather resources and move on. That's why it's not working. I mean, the thing is, like, what does Westeros even mean to her? Like, it meant something to exactly. Viserys. He grew up there, you know. He. He was there until he was nine. He, you know, it was home to him. For her, it's nothing. I just don't really understand what she's doing other than that it's been instilled in her from birth that she has to go back and, you know. Exactly. And she'd be leaving behind everything that she'd built. And and she'd be going to a way of life that is foreign to her. Like she And no one wants her there. No one wants no her there, and she welcome won't be able her to ride her arms. dragons around and, like, you know, and, I mean, and, and shag her, her sellsword boyfriend. She won't be able to do any of that shit. She has, she'll have to sit on the Iron Throne and be crazy. The only, the only, you know, worthwhile thing she can do is, you know, come with the dragons and be like, let me help you kill the White Walkers. Yeah. Which, which by the I way, she, she doesn't does. need an army for that. She just needs to bring her dragon. No, yeah, she just, she's got three dragons, she can fly there, they'll be fine. That's why I'm like, I don't think that she's ever going to get the ships. Do I think the Greyjoys are going to send an envoy to her? Of course, yes. Yes. What's going to happen with that? I don't know, other than they may try to strike a deal with her, help us, we'll help you. They'll update her on what's going on, because she is kind of under-informed, especially yeah. now that Jorah's not there, and they've killed off Barristan, so... <laughs> She Whoopsies. needs some kind of connection. Yeah. I don't we'll see. I, I do is Yara going to save her? No. Well maybe Varys' little birds can find out, you know, about the White Walkers and he can get a message to her and be like, hey, guess what? <laughs> you need to go save everybody. What's sad to me is I feel as if 
if it looks as if things aren't going in the direction that Varys has dedicated his life to, that we that there could be conflict there. And I love Varys, and I don't want him to get eaten by a dragon. But like, my question with Varys is like, like he's, I mean, in the show, he seems very much dedicated to like Danny's cause. But, like, in the books, like, he's mm-hmm. not. And, like, I just, I don't know what his well, motivations they are. Of, they got rid of, they got rid of Fagon, so. Well, I know they got rid of Fagon, but if, I mean, if, in fact, like, Although, the come Black. Although, bring us Fagon. Let's I... just have Fagon for the last ten episodes of this series. Let's yes. just do it. Just bring him in. And Make John Connington. John Connington will meet <laughs> Jorah, and they'll shake hands, and they'll be like, fuck, I have grayscale now. <laughs> Let me bring it to Westeros. <laughs> And not tell anybody. No, she. No, this is what's gonna happen. She sent Jorah on his way. Guess where Jorah's gonna go? Westeros. Home. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like, hi, I'm Sansa Stark. I'd like to talk to you about my my upcoming war to take back Winterfell. And the door's <laughs> gonna open Aragorn style, and it's gonna be like, hello, I'm Jorah Mormont. <laughs> Can he walk in, like, you know, in the movie when, he, like, Aragorn walks back into, like, uh... Yeah, the big what? door. And yeah, like, yeah. And like, yeah, and they're like, you look terrible. Um, <laughs> like, half your arm is covered in grayscale. <laughs> what are you doing here? But he needs Melisandre because she might be able to help him. That's true. She's feeling all, you know, self-important now that she's brought John. Or Davos. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Davos knows how they cured Shireen. I'm not, I'm not certain. But they didn't but, actually cure you know, Shireen. Knows. Let's just cut his arm they, off, and then he can be a Donal Noy replacement. Has he ever shown any of those skills? No. He'll just sit there and, like, write love letters and be like, I know this girl, she has pretty hair. <laughs> oh, man. It was making me so sad when I was writing that uh, Jorah piece for the Torah article <laughs> because, like, after his whole speech about his second wife and, like, you know, everything danny's like what did she look like and he's like he looked she looked a bit like you and she's like oh, oh fuck God. <laughs> i'm just like oh jory you were so pathetic come on <laughs> this is so embarrassing <laughs> yeah you know that's that's how you get your great your your grayscale in westeros because it's gonna happen <laughs> for sure it'll yeah it'll be interesting to see how that goes mm-hmm. so let's let's wrap this up Yes. Um, Anything else? I think that's that's pretty much it. I feel like the last time I did an episode, we like completely left out an entire storyline. So I'm like nervous that we're doing that again. I don't think we did this. We got we got Sam. We got Arya. We got you know, uh, uh, Bran. We got King's Landing. We got Danny. That was it. I agree. Okay, cool. All right. So who are who is are we we toasting to to uh Dolores Ed? <laughs> like what do we do? <laughs> I think we should toast <laughs> to Sam, future hero of the Night's Watch for bringing hearts back. Future Lord Commander of the Night's Watch. Sam is Lord Commander. Now that would be interesting. He or at would, least first ranger. He could, <laughs> Sam the first ranger. <laughs> I just want yes. I just want him to like grab Dickon and, and Randall and, like, bring them to the ball and be like, here's a White Walker. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. You didn't think they existed? Here you go. Meet the Night's King. He's lovely. Have a sword. 
have a sword. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> here's here's a dragon glass dagger. Um, <laughs> so let's see what you can do. You gotta get real close. Just get right in there, right under your guard. You know, just fight them hand to hand. All right, to Sam, future first ranger of the Night's Watch. To Sam. To Sam. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Goodbye, everybody. Right. Bye. And so he broke that sacred oath that Lord of the Crossing. And now the pie crusts cover his kin. And they're so good to eat. Yes, now the pie crusts cover his kin. Revenge it tastes so sweet. Here we go. Okay. So Jamie goes back to King's Landing, steals Widow's Whale, then goes up north and goes, hey guys, I've got a Valyrian sword. I can help. He can attach it to his one good arm and flail in the general direction. What what he needs to do what he needs to do is turn his golden hand into like a Valyrian steel like bayonet. Like a Valyrian punching. Yes. Yes. And then he would just go all out. It'd be great. It'd be awesome. Oh my god. It could, and you know what should be? It should be on like a line, and then he can like do that whole thing that Benjamin did. He could like yes. set it on fire and like twirl it around like a grappling hand, yes. like a like go go gadget. Yes, <laughs> yes. go go Jamie gadget. <laughs> Brilliant! Oh, I love right. it. We need to get Littlefinger, the uh, you know manufacturer of Westeros, on that right now. Oh, I'm sure he'll just show up and be like, so, hey, Jamie, by the way, I have this new hand for you. I found you, I found some Valyrian steel somewhere, and I made you this hand. Yep. Perfect. All you need. It's got, it's got like a, a double edge. It's got Valyrian steel on one side, and it's got, you know, dragon glass on the other side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just in case. Just in yeah. case. I think that's good. Yep. <laughs> yep. Good stuff. All right.